This is Tennis Quick Tips, Episode 12. Welcome to the Tennis Quick Tips Podcast. I'm Kim from TennisFixation.com, and I'm your host for Tennis Quick Tips. Each week, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. This week's episode is all about the items you absolutely must have in your tennis bag every single time you play. It's called, What's in My Tennis Bag? One of the things I do as part of my tennis adventures is work as a USTA tennis official. Now, just to be clear, I am a very low-level official. I work as a roving official at tournaments, which means I walk around in my official shirt and make sure players see me and know I'm available to assist them if they have problems. I'm really not supposed to interact with people or socialize much with other officials because it's really important to avoid any appearance of impropriety and inattention. And while I love getting to put the tennis rules to work in a real life situation, and while I enjoy the faux feeling of power being a low level tennis official gives me, what I really love is seeing a whole bunch of people play tennis all at the same time. Seeing their stroke technique, their shot choices, what kind of pre-match warmups they go through, how they interact with other players, and believe it or not, what kind of stuff they carry out on court to get through their match. So this past weekend, I worked at a ZAT tournament where I had sole responsibility for most of the day for the 16-year-old boys draw. If you know anything about junior tennis, you know that the ZAT level is where kids really get started playing tennis. Then they move up from there to champs and then to super champs. So these kids might not be playing college-level tennis one day, but they are still awesome tennis players. You can just see from their stroke technique and their shot selection that they've been at it for a while. But what gets me about these kids is some of the really basic mistakes they make. And I'm not talking technique or strategy here. I'm talking about the kid who walked up to me in the middle of his match, which was about three quarts away, and asked me if I sold water. He forgot to bring water out to the court, and he wanted to know if I had any. Not only was I surprised that he didn't bring any water on court, I was shocked that he left his court for this in the middle of a set and didn't realize or just wasn't thinking about the fact that I could penalize him for a time violation. I told him that I didn't sell water, that he needed to get back to his court right away, that I was giving him a warning for delaying his match, that he would be subject to a point penalty for further time violations, and that he could get water during the two-minute set break. And before you jump all over me for being a heartless rules Nazi who doesn't care about the health or safety of children, in my defense, let me add that he did have Gatorade in his hand as he talked to me, so I wasn't too worried about him passing out from dehydration. While this story could turn into a lesson about how everyone playing tennis needs to know the rules of tennis, especially everyone playing tennis in a tennis tournament, that's not what this podcast is about. Instead, I want to go over what I think you need to have with you in your tennis bag and on court every single time you play a match 
to ensure your on-court success. So let's talk about what I have in my tennis bag because I'm pretty sure I have more than everything you need to take out on court with you to be prepared to play. We'll start with the five things I think you absolutely must have every time you play a tennis match. Number one, two tennis rackets. I play a lot of ladies who come out to the court with one racket and that's pretty much it. And if you are a beginning tennis player, you may think one racket's great and you're not yet ready to make the investment to have two rackets. I, however, always carry two and I think even the lowest level beginner should do the same. Now I don't carry two because I think it makes me look intimidating. I'm pretty sure no one has ever been intimidated by me and my two rackets. I carry two because I have actually broken strings on my racket during a match. I don't hit very hard, so the first time this happened, I was kind of surprised. But it has happened to me a few times now, and thank goodness I had a backup racket that I could quickly pull out of my bag to finish the match with. I've also switched rackets during a match because one of them felt funny for some reason. Maybe it was just a psychological thing, but my second racket was the placebo I needed to get through my match. And here's an interesting reason to have at least two rackets with you. On two occasions, not one, but two, I have had a doubles partner show up who actually forgot her tennis racket. Weird, I know, but it's happened to me twice. But no big deal because I had two rackets, and I lent one to my partner, and we didn't have to forfeit the match. So I always have two rackets with me when I play tennis. Number two, water. I know, I talk about hydration a lot. I did in Tennis Quick Tips Episode 8, Hot Weather Tennis Essentials, and I'll be sure and link to that episode in the show notes for this episode. I've also talked about the importance of hydration several times on my tennisfixation.com blog, and I'll link to those posts in the show notes too. The thing is, I live in Houston, Texas, and it's incredibly hot and humid here most of the year. So when I play tennis, making sure I have a reliable supply of water is super important to me. Now perhaps you play in a league where the other team is supposed to provide you with water, so you're not worried about that. But I've played in that same kind of league, and guess what? One time, the lady who was assigned to bring water bottles that day forgot to bring them. She just forgot. Another time, I played a match where the hosting team's practice was to put gallon jugs of water out on the court with little tiny paper cups. So you had to continuously fill your little tiny paper cup every time you needed a drink. And if you were playing a late match and the water ran out, well, sorry, no water for you. Or, I love this one, how about the club I played at where you fill your cup from a dispenser that I actually saw a kid take the top off of and stick his hands in to get some ice. I wish I was making that last one up, but I'm not. Sadly, all of those scenarios have happened to me. So I always, always bring my own water to matches. I never rely on what's provided on court or by the other team. And I think you should do the same. Number three, a can of new tennis balls. This seems obvious, but I myself have shown up for matches where no one, not even me, remembered to bring a can of balls. And if you continuously rely on your doubles partner to have the balls, 
Well, you may not have that doubles partner for much longer. So always have at least one new can of balls for match play. A can of used balls to warm up with is worth bonus points. Number four, a copy of the rules of tennis and the code. I know that most people think it's geeky and completely unnecessary to carry around a copy of the ITF rules of tennis and the code. I know this because nine times out of 10, I am the only person pulling her rule book out when there's a rules question. Or maybe I'm just the only one uncool enough to pull out my rules book. Anyway, I always carry around a copy of the rules of tennis, the code, and whatever written rules are available for the various leagues I play in. And while I think you should pack these things in your tennis bag, if you don't want to, I strongly suggest that you learn the rules and the code because you're eventually going to get into some kind of rules conflict during a match, and I promise you, the person who knows the rule, or at least seems to know the rule, is the one who wins the point. Number five, a towel. This seems obvious, right? A towel, very obvious. It's great for wiping off sweat. It's great for wiping down your racket. You can pour some water on it and use it to cool off. You can hide under it if you need some alone time to contemplate your strategy. But I've been in plenty of matches where at least one person forgets to bring their towel. And just to throw in another tennis officiating story, I once officiated a match of 18-year-old champ girls where one of the girls got a nosebleed in the middle of a point. And no one on that court, not the player, not her opponent, and not any of the spectators had a towel or even a Kleenex. And we officiating people do not carry towels around. We were able to get one brought out to the court, however, by another official, but it took a few minutes of nosebleeding before we got it. So please carry a towel in your bag. So those are my five absolutely must-have items for your tennis bag. Now I'll tell you my seven nice-to-have items. These are the things that I don't think you absolutely need to play a match, but they sure make playing tennis a lot easier. Number one, grip overwrap, or whatever you use. I use a grip overwrap on my racket. This is the wrap that you put over the grip of your racket to keep your hand dry and keep the racket from slipping when you hit a ball. Right now, I use a grip overwrap that comes in pretty neon pink, yellow, orange. I've also used that blue wrap that I think has John Isner's picture on it or maybe the Bryan Brothers. But if you don't like those, don't worry. There are tons of different wraps in tons of different colors and textures and prints. Or maybe you use rosin or that sticky stuff in a tube. Whatever it is you use, keep it in your bag. You never know when you're going to need to replace your wrap during a match, and you want to be sure that your racket always feels comfortable and doesn't slip when you're playing. Number two, a cap or a visor. This is pretty much a necessity for me to not only keep my hair back, but also to keep the sun out of my eyes on sunny days. And it's especially useful when you're playing a lobber. Number three, sunglasses. Just like having a cap or a visor, you may need sunglasses when you're playing a lobber. But you may also need them when it's just a bright day outside. Unless it's night or it's on the verge of raining, I always wear sunglasses. And once they're on, they stay on, because I don't like to keep trying to adjust my eyes to the light. Number four, sunscreen. Here in Houston, we wear sunscreen year-round. 
Even in winter, it's still sunny enough to be outside playing tennis and therefore to be wearing sunscreen. I have a lotion for my face at about SPF 70 and a spray for the rest of my body at about SPF 45. I apply these before I start playing, even if I don't think I need them because number one, I know I'm wrong about that, and number two, I don't want to be in the middle of a point thinking, I wish I'd put sunscreen on, which I have been in that situation before. Number five, Band-Aids, Tylenol, Advil, safety pins. I suggest you carry these typical first aid emergency type stuff in your bag. You can be sure that every few matches you're going to need one of these items or someone on your court will. Number six, phone numbers. I carry cell phone numbers of almost everyone I've ever played tennis with in my bag. I bet I have rosters going back five or six years. Sometimes you need to call your partner to say, where are you? The match is about to start. Sometimes you need to call a teammate to say, my partner didn't show up. Can you be here in 10 minutes to sub? Sometimes you need to call a friend to say, we have an indoor court, but only three to play. Do you want to come play tennis with us and then go out for lunch? In all of these situations, you'll be very happy if you have a list of your tennis teammates and your buddy's cell phone numbers in your tennis bag. Number seven, pen and paper. These are great for keeping score, writing yourself notes, and jotting down lessons or tips you pick up during tennis play. I have a little notebook in my tennis bag, and I try to write at least one little thing I picked up on or learned after every match I play. So that's what I carry in my tennis bag, my five absolutely must-have items, and my seven really nice-to-have items. I'm not saying that these items take my tennis to a whole new level, but I am saying that because I carry all this stuff with me, I have had at least two tennis matches that I didn't have to forfeit just because my partner showed up without a racket. If you think I've left something off the list of items that every tennis player must have with them, just let me know by visiting the show notes for this episode and leaving a comment. You can find the show notes at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips12. And if you're looking for even more great tips to improve your game, visit tennisfixation.com where you'll find lots of good stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll download and listen to all of the episodes and become a Tennis Quick Tips subscriber. You can find this podcast in iTunes, in Stitcher, or in your favorite podcast app. And if you want to go back over the tips here a little more closely, you'll find a transcript of this episode over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips12. I hope you'll contact me if you have questions about the game or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear. You can email me at kim at tennisfixation.com. All of my contact info, show notes for this episode, and all of the other Tennis Quick Tips episodes can be found over at tennisfixation.com. As always, thanks for listening and happy tennis.